We Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I got to say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order Love with it. free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Enjoy. That was Kylie Knox. That was very lovely. She had a beautiful voice. What are you trying to say? That my voice sucks? God, you're sensitive. <laughs> no. So, so let Kylie- me quell your fear. It is confirmed. <laughs> Can I quell and confirm a fear at the same time? <laughs> yeah. To quell your fear, your fear is not knowing. <laughs> but it is also confirmed that you have a bad voice. Uh-huh. And I disrespect you as a guy. Not just as a singer, but as a man. I disrespect you as a guy. <laughs> yeah. As a guy, I disrespect you. As a coworker, I respect you. I do. And as a <laughs> citizen, I inspect you. Whoa. Move over. <laughs> uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the interweb, hosted by me, Amir. <laughs> and I'm the pinch. <laughs> and I help from time to time. He's back. That's right. You're embracing the pinch. Some might say (laughs) the pinch never left. I'm holding the microphone in an actual claw right now. Yeah, it's it's sliding in and out of your claw hand. Yeah, I like the nickname so much that I uh, decided to turn myself into a lobster crab man type of guy. I see that. Yeah, you got sunburned, I think. The tough thing was uh, convincing a doctor to... uh, to replace my limbs with that of a crustacean. Of course. Yes, of course. I see you're slowly applying a exoskeleton made That's out right. of yeah, other people's shells. I, I could nary find a surgeon to do it, <laughs> so I had to ask a vagrant. Could you ask a doctor to do whatever he wants? Like, could I get my leg amputated if I wanted? No. 
doc- actually, a doctor will not do that if just I paid him. Fun? I not don't ever think fun. So. If I paid him a million dollars, can I, I have guess, my leg amputated? They, yeah, they'll take off your nose and replace it with a new one. Can you yeah. Be like, hey, I'd like a new leg. Then they chop it off. You're like, just kidding. <laughs> gotcha, loser. <laughs> you hop away. There's blood slipping. Oh, that. Oh, there goes the iPhone. And now the magical moment where you find out if it's cracked or not. And it is. Uh, is it? No. Alright. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> the pinch don't crack his phone. <laughs> oh, ass. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, so you're saying if you had all the money in the world, you couldn't pay for quote unquote cosme- cosmetic surgery? Dog, that- if you had all the money in the world, you could do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. All right? I got I got four hundred bucks in my bank account and I feel invincible. Yeah. Yeah, all you need is a little bit of scratch and you're good to go. Could a billionaire get a tail? Could a billionaire fashion a tail? <laughs> I'll do you one better. Does a billionaire already have a tail? <laughs> Is that why he's so I rich? couldn't have been the first guy to think of this. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Does a billionaire have a tail? Yeah. <laughs> Who else would have thought of that? <laughs> Excuse me. Any questions? You said any questions, and I do have one. Do a billionaire? Do billionaires have tails? I meant history questions. This is a history class. So yes. I said... <laughs> Historically speaking, has a billionaire right. ever had a tail? Now, do you have any questions about the French and Indian War? I should has a French that. billionaire ever had a tail? He has, yes, he's had a tail. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess you can remove fat from your thigh and fashion into, like, some sort of uh, rod, a yeah. fat rod. Well, I think it's, I guess as long as it's not, like, damaging your health, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That's the true answer, man. The true answer to every question I've ever been asked is I don't know for sure. And also, as long as we're on the subject of what billionaires do, does a billionaire go to the dentist? Can you be at the dentist and you just have a billionaire? Or like when you're that rich, does it just come to you? I I think it depends. Yeah, I think a dentist can come to you. I bet some billionaires. I bet like I bet some billionaires are like I'm humble. I'm cool. I'm gonna go to my old dentist, the one I went to before I made any money. Yeah, before I only had a hundred million dollars. Now I I have a thousand million. Yeah, I mean. I'm sure billionaires have dentists just visit them, do home visits. But I think, what, I their, think regular rich people. I don't think you have to have a billion dollars to have like a. But even if you, but like it requires like X-ray chairs, specific equipment and instruments. You maybe at that, that point you house? have to come in, but you probably have access to like a really, really nice dentist. Oh, like, a, a, like a really nice office. So maybe you get like a visit for the checkup. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, you know what? I don't like the way this cavity looks. Um, you should come into the office. No. Put the offices." No, okay, well, I want to give buy me a million off. dollars. We'll, we'll install something in your basement that you'll use once. Yeah, let's do that. The all million right. dollars. Shit, one. you asshole. It really Donate some money matter. to charity. Uh, all right. Guy's wagging his tail. <laughs> all the way to the bank. You waste money. How did you get it to be waggable? If it's just fat, how is it? What is it connected to? I twitch my tailbone. <laughs> my cock. I shake my tail feather. That's what I do. <laughs> Uh, what is this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far we haven't given any indication at all. Uh, it's an advice podcast. People in sticky situations, difficult places in their lives, email us at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We read these emails and do our best to advise them out of their terrible, terrible dilemmas. Good fucking intro, dude. Really? I really like it. Dilemmas was not on purpose. Yeah. Like, I know you think I misspoke or like I, I can already read the tweets and stuff, but... I know that, that I was just trying to like sort of coolly say yeah, dilemma. That's, also, you, that's how you say directions, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, do you have the directions? Oh, you're saying that's how yeah, I that's say how you say it. Oh, instead of directions? Yeah. I say directions. Yeah. I also say Maryland or Italian. Really? Yeah, Maryland. I, 
that said that exact same thing this past week. It was like, they should call Maryland Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah, it's nicer. Maybe uh, my weird accent is seeping into your subconscious. Maybe so. You're whispering Maryland into my ear as I sleep. Yeah. I'll stop doing that. Yeah, you don't need to anymore. It's, uh, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Okay. So I'll stop. I already said I would stop. Okay. That's not trying to put you on blast. <laughs> I know. It's been a minute since you were put on blast, actually. <laughs> it's, it's been more than a minute. Uh, I, I have water coming out of my hair because I heard the shower dripping, so I went to turn it off, but I turned it in the wrong way, and I just soaked my entire left side of my body. <laughs> and now I just still have water coming off of my... That's comedy. Yeah. Comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah, plus time magazine specifically. Actually, tra- tragedy is time plus mad magazine. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> wow. Alfred E. Newman is person of the year. I'm laughing, thinking about it. <laughs> Holy shit, let me see that notebook you have. You directed the conversation at this point just so you could make that one joke, and yeah. it wasn't even good. Tragedy is National Geographic plus cracked. Uh, all right, let's give these real people re, uh, fake names to preserve their anonymity. Very, very nice. Uh, do we have someone? Uh, uh, a theme of sorts? A, a Thursday theme, a bonus Thursday thematic element to this? Oh, bonus. Oh, theme. Bonus. Bonus. You know what that makes me thinking of? What? The bonus Jonas. Frankie Jonas. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Frankie Jonas. Writes. Writes. Hey, guys, I love your show, and I really need your help. All right, right off the bat, so far, so good. Love it. My girlfriend is a solid 11 out of 10, and recently she went to a festival. Nothing big happened, no cheating or whatever, but she did take a lot of MDMA. Nothing on Gucci with that. <laughs> But it's how she takes it with her friends. Eight out of the 12 members of their group are male. And they're the ones that, who seem to buy the drugs. They give my girlfriend the drugs via their finger, which she licks clean. If you were me, would you find that to be a bit too sexual? I can't get the image out of my head. She thinks licking guys' fingers is normal. But I can't imagine any guy getting licked by a hot girl thinking she's not into them. Am I being a silly goose? Talk me into some sense. Peace. Frankie Jonas? Is that what you said? I think that's the bonus Jonas. All right, Frankie Jonas. That's a good question. Yeah, it's very specifically hard. Yeah. Because it seems... Because it's making me hard to oh, think shit. of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Your dick is so small. <laughs> that's it hard, huh? It's a fucking double A. Full mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because my, as you're reading, my reaction is like, oh, you idiots. She, it's... It's so small, but then I'm like, yeah. A hot girl licking MDMA off a guy's finger is like not nothing. I guess it's not. It's so weird though, because like, how upset can you really like? What she says, it's she says it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, she's like, why is it a big deal that I take drugs? This is how everyone takes them. It doesn't mean that I love you any less. Oh, is he candy dipping? Is that what it is? I don't know, man. She's Um, licking them off a finger. It's well, it's a difference. If like, if it's a tab, and he just like. Hat puts a pill on his finger and he's like sexy like oh lick this off if it's candy dipping like you almost have to lick his finger yeah but she could use her own finger i think the way you have to do it is that like the guy wets his dick right and he dips his dick into the the sugar that'll get you rolling yeah and that's how you really roll as a goof i sort of insert 
the the drug penis in vaginally that way it hits your bloodstream the fastest that's true and yeah. it gives you a yeast infection it hitches a ride on an old sperm sperm trains mobile and then it just goes right into you and then as soon as it hits your uterus God. that's when you start rolling We're talking about most. a high school girl at a rave well. buddy <laughs> buddy oh um <laughs> you're puking shit i'm so sorry here give me your finger no let's wait. see how sexual it is <laughs> You want to lick it? Yeah, give me your finger. It's disgusting. No, it's not. I wouldn't lick my own finger. Let me see your finger. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you serious? What? You it's me lick- doing the licking. <laughs> Stick it out, and then you'll tell me if it felt sexual. Which finger? Your index finger. <laughs> Get off me, dude. <laughs> you, you really won't let me do it. What, you're going to lick my own index finger? Yeah. You don't know what I've been touching. I turned the shower handle. That's that's the Calcified cleanest place you can lime. touch. <laughs> All right. Um, I would say I'm. I wonder how she did it. All right. I'll, I'm gonna. Do we it. can wonder without doing it. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Look, I'm wondering right now. I'm not sucking. <laughs> well, on I'm your gonna finger. show you the two ways she could have done it. <laughs> One of which was innocuous. The other, which is sexual. Give All me right. your penis. I mean your hand. Pinky. Uh, finger. <laughs> penis. Dick. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what you just did? Was... Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> uh, that one was like using my finger almost like as a swab, like you're cleaning your tongue. Yeah, it was like a stamp. Yeah, you're scraping the pad of my index finger against the top of and your. And the other mouth. one, I'd actually, to be perfectly honest, I'm a little disgusted myself for doing the first one. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Especially because you're a little sick right now. Yeah, I'm a little sick. It's also just a little strange that we're alone. We're both shirtless wearing <laughs> matching sweatshorts. <laughs> Somebody just like, oh, wait, hey, I know those guys. There's a gen- oh, oh, dear God. Mm, okay, yeah, so that was one way to do it. <laughs> Microphone's not plugged into anything. <laughs> uh, I think you, I guess I would like clarification as to, I would be like, lick my finger the way you licked his. Yeah. And what if she's like, no, that's fucking gross. <laughs> like, no, it was, it's so sexual. <laughs> I would never do that to you. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, no, because I'm not turned on by you. I, I think, I guess maybe I'd be more, like, disconcerted by the actual, like, you know, the big picture thing. Like, that she went to this rave without you, wanted to take drugs, and, like, ingested them in a sexy way. It's like a lot of half things. Like, going to a concert with eight guy friends isn't necessarily bad. Doing drugs without you isn't necessarily bad. Sucking on a finger isn't necessarily bad. I would say that's maybe a little necessarily bad. But the whole thing together, like, it it starts to add up. Like, three third discretions makes one whole. Right. And the other thing I've always said about relationships, it's like... It doesn't really necessarily matter if you're right or wrong. If you like have these feelings and you're upset and anxious and sad and you express that to somebody and they're not responsive. At least, yeah, just like, I'm sorry that you feel bad. And like, you know what? It didn't mean anything to me, but going forward, I'll act differently. Right. Because it can't be important to her that she keeps licking guys' fingers. Right. If, Unless it's like a trust thing. Like, don't you trust me? I guess you'd be like... uh, yeah, I trust that you won't lick anybody else's hands. <laughs> I don't think it's a big ask. I don't think it's a big ask is what I'll say. Well, I don't I'm not sure how I'd react, but yeah. I think if if it upsets you and you're like don't do this again and she's like I I'm not making any promises, then it's a it's such a ah, it's so weird. 
Because what do you break up over it? No. <laughs> but you also, it's like kind of hard to move past if, if you're like, I don't want you to do that again. She's like, no, I might. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Now what else are you going to do? Darn it. Uh, what would you do if that happened to you? Um, you have a lady friend. She goes to a concert with a bunch of her dudes. She takes ecstasy, which makes you already feel very like open and sexually provocative. Right? There yeah. is a sexual element to it. I don't know about sexual. Maybe so. I think it's well, it's beyond sexual. At least when I've done it, it's like it's complete euphoria and you just are in love with everything. Right. Drugs are bad, but it's like the most amazing <laughs> feeling. But it, drugs are bad, but it's like, whoa, I'm just happy and, Yeah, and you just can't attain you feel that connected, naturally. A yeah. level of connectedness yeah, that more than you, you would like exercise. Possible. Never yeah. do this amazing like, drug. Yeah. They're bad. Right. But it's like better than any hike, better than any friend, better than any meal right. you can share with a loved imagine one. Imagine simultaneously coming as somebody that, you, that you're absolutely in love with and imagine doing that with a thousand people that you love even more than you love that person. That's yeah. ecstasy, okay, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. I, I think... Uh, but there's a downside to it. Well, yeah. One, it, you can overdose and die. Yeah. We should say that. Two, it, like, it releases all of your happy at once. Yeah. So the next day, you're very sad. And for several days, you feel like off balance. And right. I think if you do it enough, uh, it definitely fucks with you. Right. I, there was, I don't do it anymore. But there, like, like last year, I, was, I did it. And like at a certain point, I would... I guess I felt like I needed it to like heighten experiences. I wasn't getting as happy as I should when good things were good. Right. Because like, oh, like, man, oh, pretty, I can feel it. I can great. feel a bigger swing. But I can like heighten this. I can feel even happier. And that's, uh, and now that I'm like, don't do it at all anymore. It's, I completely disagree with that mentality. You can get, you can do that just with, you know, your simple other pills. Uh, yeah, like if I smoke enough out. weed and chug whiskey, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I listen to like a Kendrick Lamar song, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, got a pool Um, so sorry, this I went on a tangent. If it happened to me, was that the question? Yeah. If it happened to me, um. What would you say? What would you do? I think I'd be licking the finger takes a backseat to the idea of like going somewhere to a concert with uh, eight other guys and doing ecstasy, which is something it's a drug that makes you feel in love with other people. Right. Connected. Yeah. Emotionally. Maybe as a I would be so conflicted because I don't want to impede anybody's good time, but I think I would probably be upset. I would vocalize that to my partner. I would say, um, I feel like you had a, an experience uh, without me and you licked somebody's hand and that makes me feel sad. And you can do with that information what you want. I sure do hope it's you apologizing and saying you won't do ecstasy with eight other dudes, go to concerts without me and lick their fingers. What about you? What would you do? Uh, I guess I would make it known that it also creeped me out. Maybe I would do the the little ones that add up to a big bad one. That little spiel. That way it's like, all right, if you want to do this again, maybe uh, have me there. Or maybe don't do the drugs. Or maybe when you take it, you don't have to take it off someone's finger. Or just text me. I'll come put the drugs on my finger. Yeah. You lick my finger, and then I'll leave. <laughs> I'll peace out. I guess we. Hey yeah. guys, just came to put the drugs on my finger. Was, was this guy? Have fun. <laughs> was this guy? <laughs> was this guy invited? I wonder if he was invited and he didn't want to go, or if he just lives in a different city. 
Right. Or like he begged to go and they said no. Right. Or she told him. Wait, or, so it's just her and eight guys? Uh, no, a group of 12, but eight of them are guys. Oh, I see. Um, I don't know. Because it's also weird to just not trust people's guy friends. Right. You don't want to get in that scary situation. Right. Because once you start being like, oh, man, I don't trust these eight dudes. They're all trying to fuck you. Then you're... Uh, that's like a weird self-fulfilling prophecy. Right, because then it's like, why would I want to stay with you? You're just paranoid and mean. Yeah, you're paranoid, jealous, I want to be small. with this guy who's like cool at the moment. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's not jealous at all yeah. until you're with him, and then he's insanely <laughs> jealous. But as of now, he's down. he thinks you're down to be like meddled with. Right, he's say. not possessive at all. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, all right, if it, if it bothers you, let her know is what we would do. Yeah. I would say something. Uh, all right. What's another Jonas Brother name so that we can get to the second question? Jeez, um, I don't know. The Jonas Brothers. We only know the, we only know the non-singing Jonas Brother. <laughs> Frankie. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Oh, fuck. I should know one. Lucas. Oh, no. Nick. Now that I told one. you one, you can, do you know the other one? Nick. There's two more. Yeah. Nick Jonas. Joe Jonas. Yes. Tom Jonas. Kevin. Kevin. All right. So this one's from Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas writes, Hey, guys, I have a problem that weirdly gets in the way of having a social life. My name is unusual. I've always dreaded... It's it's Nick fucking Jonas. (laughs) I've always dreaded introducing myself to new people because merely saying my long and exotic name sounds like a bunch of sounds haphazardly thrown together to my American peers. People at my high school only see me as that foreign guy, even though I was born and raised in the States. Even worse, I've struggled to get my D wet via my <laughs> female peers. How many white girls have you met who dated people named Asir or Gabriel Selassie or Hakim? I digress. Do you have any friends with unusual or foreign names? How do they confidently put themselves out there when a lot of people are giant assholes about it? Thanks, guys. Love Joe or Nick Jonas. Um, 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 is this guy um, assuming that my name is normal wait will you can you just tell me his name and we'll bleep it uh yeah his name is it's like a African sounding name hmm very funny yeah hilarious name even it's not as different as like Gebra Selassie which I think is a long distance runner from Ethiopia or Hakim although his first example is how many white girls do you know have dated people named Asir that's so close to my name yeah he must know that I'm named me and you've dated white girls <laughs> uh, is my name more why normal why does he need to date white girls I don't know maybe that's the only people he's surrounded with does um, he know does he think my name is normal? Or you're getting really hung up on this? Is, does he? You're just as petty as he is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to help you, bro. But first, you got to tell me I have a normal name, and I'm, and thus I am a normal guy. Well, he thinks who I can bone whiteies. Do I get a pass because my name is Amir and not Asir? Uh, dude, you have a. Your name is Amir Shmuel. Yeah, and you make it work for you. But how? I think what he's he must be in high school, right? Yeah, or early college. Like you got to make those. That's a cool name. You make it work for you. Yeah, it's, you have like something that nobody else has. A cool foreign name. That's awesome. What about a cool nickname? So, for example, when your name is Jebra Selassie, Gebra Selassie, you nodded like you were agreeing with me, and then you then you took another route. 
I was saying, it's a cool name. You got to work for it. Be proud of yourself. And Amir's naughty. Like, yeah. A nickname would also work. <laughs> yeah, change it. Like, uh, like Ted or Ryan. Why don't you call yourself Ryan as a nickname? Not really a nick as much as it is a completely diff. <laughs> so instead of a nickname, I'm choosing a pseudo name, a yeah. different name. An Americanized whiter name. So yeah, you just go by your middle name. Go by a nickname. Yeah, you could always do that. If anything, weird names are cooler, right? I agree. Yeah, I think it'll put you at an advantage uh, in the long run, definitely. Especially if your name is Gabriel Salazi, which once again I think is a distance running champion. What about a seer? A seer? I don't know where that one comes from, but Hakeem Hakeem Olajuwon. I don't think uh, the Dream had problems hooking up with white babes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Swoosh. Yeah. Swoosh. 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 <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> Swoosh. Swoosh. Fuck, dude. No, we got to go Need one water. for every make in his career. 11,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got to be shitting me. Uh, cool nickname. Based on your name. I'm not saying hide from it. Or, I mean, why not just go by the Flash or Laser? Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> as long as you're making shit up. Yeah, Laser's dude. nice. They call me Rock Steady. Cool. <laughs> or uh, so, let's say your name was Gabriel Selassie. What would you tell people to call you? Gabe. Gabe. Hakeem. Hack. <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> and a seer. Gabe. <laughs> so basically, our our bit of advice is to change your name to Gabe. All right. This podcast has officially been named Gabe. <laughs> The coolest name you can give something. Hey guys, I'm Gabe. Gabe is so. I'm also Gabe. Gabe is so cool of a name. We're naming our episode after it because you know we can sort of choose any name we want, and we choose Gabe. We're the Gabe brothers. <laughs> well, when you say when you say it like that, it sounds not like. <laughs> no, that. man, I'm Gabe for you. You're Gabe for me. We Gabe for each other. Okay. We're the Gabe brothers. <laughs> the Gabe brothers. Yeah, and we're Gabe brothers. What? There's nothing Gabe about it. We're just two men acting and being fully gay. <laughs> oh my god, we're children. We're children. Hey, lick my finger again like that Gabe that you were doing earlier. Oh no. Um anything else to tell this dude? Um I think embrace it, nickname. Those are the two options. What more could there be? Uh don't do drugs. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to make make Molly sound like it was the best drug in the world. Um, please don't do it. Yeah. Not a, at my behest, please do never try it. <laughs> that being said, uh, well, I'm like one of those alcoholics that comes to talk at school. Yeah. My word goes. My word means something because uh, I lived the life. I've been there. All right. I hit rock bottom, but I climbed out of the well, didn't I? <laughs> Actually, you have a good story about it on Streeter's podcast, which we can plug right now, The Talk oh. of Shame. Yeah. Streeter is a podcast. Our friend Streeter, you guys know him. Uh, if you go to talkofshameshow.com, I think. I did an episode. Jake did an episode. Uh, you just comedians talking about their most embarrassing story. And Jake's is about MDMA. And yours is about skinny dipping. Would you say MDMA didn't have you feeling like a champion? <laughs> uh, definitely not the next day. There was a time where I felt like I could take on the world and perhaps <laughs> win. Or at least I could have been a contender. It certainly <laughs> is a dangerous delusion of grandeur. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a devil in the morning. What if you took... I'm a king at night. There Aren't there like people that take it every single day? Like if you don't have anything left to give, all your happy juices are out, does it just not do anything? Um, I f I'm sure it 
does maybe just releases what little you have i know they rebuild maybe they start to i don't know i remember we you showed me actually once the like an ama about it oh yeah an mdma about an ama about an mdma yeah an mdma ama and he was saying there were studies where people were doing it every single day yeah like and was like and it was okay uh i i've been like sort of ever since i learned about like the thing how like it like anatomically like releases happy juice like i've been noticing like throughout the day where i like get a rush of that naturally oh where you feel happy juice yeah. coming to you yeah yeah i like just a surge of joy yeah of course all the time what is that how do you cause that um for me it's as simple as uh as a sunset or when a baby smiles at me <laughs> all right uh when i <laughs> When I look out at the ocean and I see the tide coming in and I say, that's constant. Yeah. That's forever. That's unchanging. <laughs> when I'm masturbating to, uh, to Isis Taylor or Alexis Texas, somebody with a huge ass, and, um, and I squeeze my penis so hard that it ejaculates, I feel the, the happy juice come over my brain and out of my body. And yeah. Tell you what, sometimes when I'm hiking through the mountains... <laughs> And I'm just coming through that green, that that green pass into that open pasture, and uh, I sit down on my phone and I load xshare.com and I look up a picture of Christina Rose, Rice's Taylor again, yeah, somebody with a huge ass, and I sit down and I masturbate. That'll make me feel really happy. It's the simple things, it's little things. Watching a bird fly overhead. <laughs> Seeing a dog happily wag its tail running up to its owner saying, I appreciate you and you appreciate me. And sometimes it's printing out a picture of Isis Taylor's ass and just going to town ravaging my own cock. And, you know, just it's happening right now. Squeezing my dick. Just you at a dog park with a printed out picture of Isis Taylor. The first, just more 19, and more rudimentary ways to jerk off to her. 1991 pornography. I remember my brother, when I was too young to even know what porn was, he was like in maybe fourth or fifth grade. Like he figured out how to like get nude black and white photos from the internet. And then he printed one out and like brought it to school. And it was just like a picture, a printed out photo of Huge. a woman's boobies. Fucking magic, dude. <laughs> That's the constant ocean. That's the mountain hike. You can always masturbate, folks. Yeah. We're talking about a different type of happy juice, though. The one that doesn't come out of your urethra. Right. Um, all right. Third question? Third question. Third question. Yeah, I'm different. Third I'm question. Different. Yeah, I'm different. different. Uh, Joe Jonas. Hey guys, I've been going to this coffee shop with a friend and we've both fallen in love with one of the cute baristas. She always talks to us and draws crazy stuff on our coffees. The last time we went, I ordered the usual mocha and she couldn't think of what to draw, so she drew me in my coffee, beard and all, with what I believe were hearts as eyes. She even offered to send me a picture of it so she could ha so I could have her number. But in my nervousness, me and my friend just gave her compliments and left. I know this sounds awesome, but here's the catch. I'm 18, and she's probably in her 20s. I'm under the impression that my beard makes me look much older, and when this seductress finds out my age, I'll be ruined. What? Should I forget all that and just ask for her number, or should I just forget it and go to college in three weeks? With love, Joe <laughs> Jonas. P.S. This is the coffee. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. We'll post this picture on our website. Yeah, that's awesome. It looks kind of like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what should he do? 
Um, well, he's putting all that on her right now. Like, you don't want to be with me because I'm 18 and you're in your 20s. Yeah. She doesn't know how old you are, so you don't know how old she is, buddy. Oh, what if she's 18? Why don't you at least find out because then you'll know. Just like, ask for a number. You guys are texting. If you guys are chatting, if it comes up, it comes up. If it doesn't, hey, maybe she doesn't even want to know. Maybe she thinks you might be young, but she thinks you're cute. You don't know what she's thinking. She doesn't know what you're thinking, but she drew a picture of you in the coffee, so let's exchange numbers and see if you can exchange fluids. You know what I'm saying? Hey! <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> His last words were the Kanye hey for what seemed like six seconds. Oh god, here come the crab claws. Like like Jesus being lifted up to the crucifix, the claws are coming out in the t-shirt. People still designing t-shirts. I'd like a picture of me on the cross crab clawed. <laughs> uh Terrible picture or terrible T-shirt, but I would like to see that art. We have talented fans. Make it happen, people. Here's the thing, dude. Uh, it is so rare in life that someone you think is cute actually flirts with you. You got to strike now, especially if you're going to college in three weeks. You got to get this positive momentum going into college. That's true. You don't you know when this will ever happen again. Or you, like, I think that's great because you can either go out on a win or go out on a loss, and you'll either way you're gonna feel fresh and new when you get to college, right? And like, fuck, I lost that one. Fresh start. Here we go. We're like, fuck, I went out on a high note. Here we go. Let's do it. And at the very least, you have this cute photo of you drawn drawn in coffee. What is this chocolate? I also kind of feel like people are so nervous that they will like do anything to convince themselves that they're not being flirted with. Right. Like, oh, that girl made eyes at me. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. I'm not going to go over there. I'm not yeah, it's stupid. Like, oh, that guy, he just checked me out. No, no, no. Uh, no, he wasn't looking at me. Right. Maybe he was just doing that because of this. Or like he's just acting friendly because like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Why don't you just always assume that people are going to really like you until they give you a very clear sign that, they're, that they don't have time. And then, they'll, and then you just retreat. Yeah. But you should always operate on, under the assumption that you're good here's a good rejection story this could lead into our break um we were in montreal uh last weekend for the comedy festival we went out and we were dancing and at one point these two girls were dancing next to us and i feel and it felt like they were looking at us and i couldn't tell if they were looking at us in a happy way or like an annoyed way but i was like i might as well just go for it say something and see what happens and so i went over there and i was like I know it looks very intimidating to dance with us because we're really good. And then she's like, yeah, no, that's not what I was thinking. And then they walked away. Oh. So that, that's an example of when it didn't work. Right, but that's funny. Now yeah. you have that as a fun story. <laughs> and you came back to the loving embrace of your dancing friends. Right. The, the good thing about that is that no one knew, uh, and I didn't have to tell anyone. I just sort of lived with that quiet shame for yeah. Probably the next 11 days. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Are you no. feeling better about it now? No. Uh, well, think about like all the times that you hit on somebody and it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to try. I, that's something I'm not good at either is like biting the bullet and talking to ladies. I usually have my friends do it for me. Right. I'm, a much, I'm also a lay-in-wait guy. I yeah. can't go up and like say something. That's so hard. But I'm good at like being the guy next to the guy that does that. Yeah, totally. That's great. Yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, we went on a field trip to um, New York City. The Big Apple. And um, my friend, one of my friends named James, he like, we were passing like a group of girls from like another field trip. Right. And uh, they were walking and like, he had been like, he was kind of cute. He was like winking at girls all day and they're like, just thought he was sexy. And I tried it. I was like, hey. And then this girl just goes, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> I wish I never said anything. Especially not a hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, ladies, you're ugly. Okay, that's like what? That's the one traumatic moment that, like, now I will never talk to anyone again. I think it shaped the way I talk to girls for the rest of my life. Right, I always. If I say hey, they'll yell, "You're ugly." Uh, That reminds me. Did we give this guy advice? Because it reminded me of another funny story that happened in Montreal. I think we will say, "Go for it." All right, great. Um, Do you remember my brother was in Montreal? Mm -hmm. So my younger brother was there with his. Micah, we've had him on the Micah, show. Micah was there with his nine friends. Yeah, which is always fun to go around trying to get nine people into a bar at once. Nine guys into a club. Yeah. So the first There's night, no easier task. <laughs> the first night we were there, uh, I waited in line with them. We went up to the bar. We went up to the bouncer, and uh, he just looked at me, and I was like, uh, yeah, you know, what's up? He's like, yeah, it's not going to happen tonight. It's like, uh, there's no way we could, like, our friends are up there. I don't know what's going on. Like, we could just go in. He's like, not a chance. <laughs> like, all right. That felt like saying you're ugly to me. So they didn't go that night, and you came out, and you got me in. The next night, they went very early because they wanted to go to this exact same bar. Which is smart. So they got there at, like, nine. They, and they still weren't allowed in. But they were, this time they were with two girls. And they were like, uh, they forgot her purse upstairs. Can we, like, can we all go check? And they let a bunch of them upstairs to go look for this girl's purse under the guise of looking for this purse. Micah uh, ducked under the rope and followed them in. So he texted me this. I want to find the exact <laughs> exchange. This is pretty great. Why did he duck under rope if he said he had to go look for a purse? Well, there was nine of them, so they let some of like a swath of them up, and then like Micah ducked under the rope to uh, to sneak in, just to go along with his friends. So, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, you're crying. <laughs> um, so he texts at nine forty one at apartment two hundred. That was the bar. Yeah, nine forty one at apartment two hundred. Nine forty seven. Six minutes later, LOL got kicked out. <laughs> I texted him back right away. Ha 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 ha! What? Why? Text me back. Long story. Text me back at seven o two. Twelve minutes later, got back in! Exclamation point. Pretty dope turnout. If you want to come through. Wait, seven o two as in ten o two p.m. Oh yeah, sorry, ten o two. Right. All right. East so, Coast um, time. So he had gotten kicked out for. They like found him sneaking under the under the <coughs> um, yeah. velvet rope. Brought him back out, kicked him out, wouldn't let him in. And he, apparently he went back to the bouncer and he was just like, I'm sorry I was dishonest. All of my friends are inside. I don't know what else to do. You have to let <laughs> me up. They took pity on him. They let him in. Wow. So later on we got there and um, at this bar, one of the people who run, ran it was like a college humor fan. And he came up and he like bought us shots. And another one of the managers came around and found me. He was like, hey, I run this place. Like, We're glad that you're here. They were like... They, I think they were just like treating comedians well who were in town for the festival. Right. And he was like, my name's Frank. Let's take a shot together. I was like, all right, cool. We walked over to the bar uh, to take this shot. And as we were walking out, my brother Micah came out of the bathroom. And I was like, oh, Frank, this is my little brother Micah. And Frank is the guy that kicked him out before. He's like, your brother's a limbo artist. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him to death. And so we took the shot. They like shook hands, and then I saw them having a conversation. I went and found you. I, then I hadn't seen Micah for a while. 
I went back to the bar to try to find him. He was just there, arms around <laughs> Frank had their arms around each other. <laughs> they were taking another shot, and he just and uh, he looked at me. He was like, "You have to take this shot for me." His eyes just like glossing over. So I grabbed the shot, and immediately, at, right as I took it from him, the bartender poured another one, put it down right in front of oh, him. Mike just shut his eyes. He was like, "He was done." Mike and Frank, the limbo artist. <laughs> Mike, if you're listening to this, I know you aren't. We miss you. <laughs> poetic justice. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like poetic justice. We should say that Mike had died that night. That was like oh, the Jesus. big story. I did wake up both nights in Montreal like one, like hoping that he didn't die. Because <laughs> both nights I left him and he was just drunk. We survived. He lived lived to see another day. 20-year-olds are very resilient. He's 21. Mm. He's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last question real quick. Right quick. Zero to 100. Real quick. Oh, also, tickets still available for our show and our live podcast in London. Uh, more info on our website. So if you're in London... Go. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. It's going to be an 800... It's an 800... It's not going to be. It is an 800-person theater, which imagine <laughs> doing a podcast in front of 800 people. That'd be so fun. That'll definitely be a record for me. Yeah. Um, our biggest ready? crowd is like 200. Yeah. This is at least 30 times that. Oh. Uh, last one is Kevin Jonas writes <clears throat> hey guys big fan and surprisingly I'm not a 15 year old boy I'm a 23 year old girl in my first ever relationship and I need your help All right. I've been dating my boyfriend for about two months and we've been extremely close like as close as couples who have dated for a year well recently we were talking about when we first started hanging out we had sex the first night, and he asked if that was a normal thing for me. My tipsy self decided that this was a good time to reveal that I've had my fair share of one-night stands in college. This made him second-guess our relationship, and he says he can't trust me now. I'm 100% committed to him, but he says it will take a while to earn back his trust. So I guess my question is, how can I reassure him that I'm not a cheater and to fix this new view of me as a total slut? Also, why do girls get in so much trouble for a little sex in the past while guys are applauded? Help me out with that one, Jake. Thanks. Kevinia Jonas. Is she saying that uh, I, I would never not applaud somebody who had sex in the past? Male or female? Uh, I think it's beautiful. Uh, I... See, this guy, this asshole turd boyfriend is what we don't want whoa, our whoa, finger whoa, licking Whoa, 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 dude. The guy is cool. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is neat. You got to admit that he's got to earn her trust back. He slept with someone. He re she retroactively cheated on him. Yeah. Sure, not after they were going out, but before. Right. You remember back back before they even met each other when she slept with someone? That's cheating. That's unlawful. <laughs> you got to re-earn my trust, <laughs> and it's gonna take some fucking time. <laughs> you better commit your past self to me and me only. I can. I really hope that your past self will somehow go back in time and unsleep with those people. Baby, would you tell me you're a virgin? Would you mind terribly telling me you're a virgin and actually meaning it? Yeah. You can't just lie to me. <laughs> I want you to I want you to go back Marty McFly style and kill your former lovers one by one. Actually, this is a great movie idea. It's called The Terrible Boyfriend. Back to the Future part uh, 4. So you're saying this guy gives guys a bad name? Well, this guy gives guys we don't want that first guy who's like, "You can't lick other guys' fingers." To be like this guy's like, "You can't have slept with other girl other guys right. in the past." Like we don't want guys to be jealous and unch like and say you have to earn the my trust part, like, back. We get a lot of questions from jealous guys, and guys are also the ones with the most abhorrent behavior. And right. girls, 
I'm not going to say always, but by and large, at least from our emails, are the ones who are on better behavior asking questions like this. I am committed to him. How do I prove that to him? Yeah. When you shouldn't have to. Yeah. Just because you had one night stands before you guys knew each other. Back before you knew, that's the Wild West. Doesn't matter. Anything goes. That doesn't mean anything. You don't have to re-earn his trust. You haven't done anything bad. Right. I don't know. This guy's a turd Ferguson. Um, so but also, you like, say. You say, hey, uh, I haven't done anything to lose your trust, so I don't need to re-earn my trust. If anything, you have to now re-earn my trust because it's, it's become clear to me that you're a doof. Yeah. You're a mean doof. But think about where this is coming from. It's a place of insecurity, doubt. He's not feeling very worthy. He's not feeling good about himself he was he feels like these these other guys diminished him and i know that you know that they haven't we all know that's not the case but if you want to placate him which i'm not saying you do you could say something along the lines of this happened before i met you (laughs) you can trust me i love you you only and that's all you should have to do like, right. if you want to be open and direct with him and tell him how you really feel, which it sounds like you, you're saying, I want you to know that I'm committed, but I don't think, I do not think that you should lose the, um, you know, the angle of unimpeachable integrity in that you haven't cheated on him. You just slept with people before you even knew he existed. Right. That's, he should know that this is, it's, it's a big ask. He shouldn't feel like he's in the right. If anything, he should be groveling, being like, I feel weak and sad. And will you please just tell me things are going to be okay? I know I'm a coward and a loser, but just tell me you really like me and, and that nobody else was good at sex. I don't, I don't even care if it's true. Just tell me, make me feel better. I want to be the best. And then you can treat him like the baby that he is. But if he wants to be treated like an adult, then he can't, he can't like, he can't say that you have to earn his trust. Yeah, that's such a dick thing to say. It's just weird. I think a lot of guys, when they get insecure, he wants to like elevate himself. Like, yeah. You must earn my trust. All but right. like, what's going on in his body is, is like his dick is shriveled and his heart's broken. <laughs> yeah. He's like, earn my trust, you little floozy. But he's like, oh, shit, shit. Love me. It's like Calvin saying that to his dad. You have to earn my respect. It's like, no, I don't. I'm the adult and you're the little baby boy. Uh, I don't like this guy. Or you could just play him this part of the podcast and be like, see, these guys think you're you're wrong and right. I'm right. Yeah, he's wrong. But a big part of it is understanding where it's coming from and not that it's like he's not necessarily evil, just very, very misguided. Also, why do girls get so much trouble for having sex in the past while guys are applauded? I don't know. Isn't that... Uh, that's like uh, an age-old problem. Right. I, th- I say we stop that right now. We start applauding everyone for having sex in the past. Yeah, as long as it's not hurting anybody. Having sex in the past, that's great. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Let's, in fact, let's make it better for girls than for guys. That way we sort of even the playing field historically. Let us be the first to offer this round of applause <laughs> for anybody who's gotten laid. A round of applause is both of us clapping, dude. One, two, three. Very toda. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> Hard to clap with these pinchers I got here. <laughs> Just the sound of two plastic claws hitting each other. Uh, yeah, that's our time. That's more than our time. Thank you so much uh, to everybody that wrote in. Oh, also, did I say? Oh, yeah, we did. Kylie, 
wrote that opening theme song. If, if this is your first episode, just know that we open and close every episode with original theme songs written by you. That's right. You can submit your own theme song and send it to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. That first one is written by Kylie, and this last one was written by Max Trippenbach. All right, Maxie, thank uh, you. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Peace. Okay. Uh, if I were you to show, it's a podcast, motherfucker. Hey, dogs, every Monday, so you just need to know it's a type of show for the radio. Uh, swimming. So much pussy like Michael Phelps. I mean, look at yourself. Do you need some help? Good, cause that's just where they excel. Pick you up if you fell. Snail trail, that's, that's, no. Ugh, two smart quirky Jews. Giving you an excuse to get loose. So you bruise or maybe get some blues. I even light a fuse. Fuck it. Oh, listen to If I Were You. Uh-huh. Okay. You're listening to If I Were You.